Welcome to Saturday Night Live. Hey guys, welcome back to Saturday Night Live. I'm your host, Olivia. And today I have my mom here with me on the podcast. Hello. Hi, thanks for being here. My pleasure. So actually, I didn't tell you, but my sister talk podcast, I call it sister talk, but it was the one that you were on too. Mm-hmm. That one did so well. It already has almost 100 listens in like a week or two. That was one of my top ones ever. That's awesome. I'm sure it had something to do with me being on there with you, but <laughs> about that right now. Okay. <laughs> so today, since, okay, so today is February 15th. So it's a day after Valentine's Day, but I thought we could do like a Valentine's-esque podcast And I was trying to think of what I wanted to do for it. And I was like, I don't want to have my boyfriend back on the podcast because I feel like he's been on like two or three episodes and I don't know how many times I really want him to be on it. And then, I don't know, I was just trying to think of something unique to talk about for Valentine's Day, like a themed podcast. And then I remembered that my mom used to have a program. Well, people don't really know what you do. How do we... Do we even explain what you do or should I not scare them away? Um, I can try to soften it a little bit if you want me to. Okay. I help people like clear any blocks they have to having the life they want. And that can be in relationships, finance, life purpose, career, any, any area. If you don't have what you want, there's just blocks, energetic mental, all different kinds of blocks. And I help people clear those through the use of intuitive abilities, coaching and energy clearing tools. Hope that wasn't too weird. <laughs> I think that was, they're probably just confused, but that's probably better than scared. That's uh, confusion is safer than fear. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I wanted to talk about was that you used to have a program. You don't do it anymore though, right? I mean, I don't advertise it anymore, but a lot of people still come to me for it, but I don't really just speak about that anymore. Okay. Well, she used to advertise a program called Attract Authentic Love into your life or just Attract Authentic Love. Yeah. And you kind of helped people, you basically helped people like get a boyfriend or girlfriend. I mean, it sounds... (laughs) You're right. In the simplest way, people wanted love in their, it was women mostly, well, some men, people who wanted love in their life because it's a human need. We all want love, connection. And that's what people were drawn. That's what people came to me for, uh, like consistently. So then one day I finally said, you know what I really do? I just help people find, it's not fine. Like they're not going out and seeking it. They're clearing their own selves to magnetize the right person to come into their life. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's what I wanted to ask you about. Not that you should give away all of your secrets for how to find a boyfriend or a girlfriend, but what is like the first step? So I think a lot of my listeners are probably girls and I'm sure a lot of them have boyfriends or they're in relationships, but to all the girls out there, I've got a lot of friends who are just like, it sucks to be around Valentine's Day and I don't have a boyfriend or I don't have a girlfriend and it just reminds me that I'm alone. What are steps that they can take to attract an authentic love into their life without like in a healthy way, you know? Yeah. I'm all about only healthy ways. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, 
Okay, ask, I'm trying to really grasp your question. What's one thing someone could do who was feeling lonely? Yes. Or like, what are your steps? Like when you had a client come in, what's the first step that you would like have them work on? Okay, so every person's unique, like their energy's unique. Um, but let's just, we'll use, maybe you'll be the surrogate for women who don't, who are feeling lonely this time of year. Because isn't that the word you used? Yeah, or people that just want, I guess this time of year brings up those feelings of reminding that you really want to be in a relationship, especially because you're scrolling through Instagram and social media and everyone's posting with their boyfriends and it can get super annoying for girls that are single. So I want to know if those single girls are out there during this time of year feeling lonely, what are some things that they can do to find an authentic love or to bring that into their life? Yeah. It's really a different mindset to attract love, right? So yeah. it's, it's really not it. So this is how we'll do it. So if any, if anyone is listening to this, that's in the situation that you're describing, Olivia, I would just follow along with us right now and I'll take you through it if you're willing. Oh, wow. You guys are getting a free session out there. <laughs> this is worth $1,200. <laughs> okay. So the first thing you need to do is just notice how you feel now. And Olivia, you really are going to be the surrogate person. So how do you think someone this time of year who's scrolling through social media, what do you think the emotions that are coming up for that person? Definitely lonely. <laughs> yeah, I've been there before. I would say lonely. Um, maybe a little, I feel like some people this time of year when it's just I don't know. Like, I feel like not desperate, but like, maybe you'll just be like, oh my gosh, I just want to go like hook up with someone right now because I'm just so lonely and like des that desperate for love and like affection kind of feeling. Yeah. Okay, good. So you've just talked about some of the emotions that are coming up. So there's a feeling of loneliness. There's this um, wanting it maybe so badly that it might even have um, elements of desperation, right? Mm -hmm. So my, I have lots of different tools, but one of the tools I use is to start, do you see how loneliness, wanting, and desperation is exactly the opposite of magnetizing authentic love? Oh. Do you see that? So it's not possible for you to have the experience of authentic love in the energy of loneliness, wanting, and desperation? Yeah. I mean, you might get love, but it's not going to be the kind of love that you're really looking for, right? It's not authentic. So when you say authentic love, what do you mean? It's, it's really unique to each person, but at the bottom line, we all want the same thing. And I'll cry when I talk about this, but it's like we all want to be seen as our true selves, our idiosyncrasies, our goofiness, our nerdiness, our awesomeness, and that someone just completely loves you and envelops you even in all that, they yeah. see all of you and love all of you. I think that's what we all want at the, at the bottom line. Oh, that's so and, sweet. Yeah. And it, you know, that it's true for every human being, no matter what age or any other differences we have, it's what we all want. Okay. And, uh, so you can feel that energy. Can you feel yeah. that? What I just described versus the feelings of the energy of loneliness, wanting, and desperation. Do you see how they're nowhere near each other? So maybe because those are so different, you're going to attract very different kinds of people? Exactly. Or we can say it another way. 
in the energy of loneliness, wanting, and desperation, there's a slim to no chance of you experiencing authentic love. Mm. I think we said the same thing. I just tried to say it a different way for people to hear it different ways. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So with that, the only thing a person, so let's just use this person again, who might be feeling this time of year or any time, um, we're calling it the energy of loneliness, wanting, and desperation. Mm-hmm. You use, so I'm just using that. The only thing you need to do is recognize that you're there. Step one, recognize. Like you have to wake up to the fact that your energy is in loneliness, wanting, and desperation. It's like in Alcoholics Anonymous, the first step is, what is it? Uh, probably acknowledging that. Yeah, you are. like acknowledgement. Yeah. Yes. And that's right. So it's really because if people aren't awake to the fact of where their, their emotions and energy are, they won't realize that they need to change something, clear it, shift it. Does that make sense? Mm, okay. So like, let's use this. So step one is be aware, wake up to the fact of where your energy is. Okay. And I guess the second thing to say would be like, do that without judgment. So in other words, if you recognize that you're in loneliness, wanting and desperation, I shouldn't say this. I catch myself doing it too. I'll be like, shit, here I am again. Yeah. In a way that I'm going to stay stuck here and woes me, like not victim. I go, oh, I'm here again. In other words, I woke up to the fact. Yeah. Now I have the tools to clear it. Okay. Okay. So I guess it's wake up, no judgment, and then have the tools to clear it. Okay. So what tools? Is that the next step? Yeah. I have my favorite tools. I have lots of tools, but, and it depends on which person I'm working with, but one of my favorite tools is meridian tapping. And I know it's the simplest, silliest one, but I am a practitioner in an embarrassing amount of energy healing tools. And this one has, has helped me and my clients the most in my life. And I'll share it with you now if you want me to. Sure. Okay, so um, what you do is you sit, you recognize that you're in the loneliness, wanting, and desperation. No judgment. You're just great job that you're aware enough to notice where you are. And you're smart enough to know that loneliness, wanting, and desperation do not attract authentic love. That is very clear. You can't Mm -hmm. have that experience in this energy. So the next thing you do is just take a few minutes and start to move that energy of loneliness, wanting, and desperation. And here's how you do it. It may sound really silly, but try it with us. Olivia, you and I will do it together if you're willing. I'll do it. Anyone who's listening to this could actually do it with us right now on themselves and just notice if you feel a shift. Okay, so Olivia, I want you to try to feel the loneliness, wanting, and desperation And I know you might not be totally into that right now because of what's going on in your life, but try to tap into that. Okay. I think I can. Okay. And so you're just going to follow along with me and everyone who's listening to this, just follow along. You're actually going to tap on different parts of your body and you're going to say things out loud. It sounds silly and crazy, but give it a try. If it can release loneliness, wanting and desperation, I say, try it. Okay. Let's do Uh, it. Okay, so you're going to tap with your fingertips. You can do it with one fingertip, two, three, it doesn't matter. And you're going to tap right on your forehead, almost right down between your eyebrow points. Yeah, there you go. So we're just using like two fingers to tap between our eyebrows. 
That's right. You're going to feel silly, but my mom's made me do this for a really long time about a lot of things. And it can, I don't know why, but it can help. Yeah. Well, I mean, we can talk um, after this about why it works. Yeah. And then the next spot we're going to tap at, I'm going to take you through all the tapping spots and then we'll do a real round. The next spot is right next to your eye. You know where Mm -hmm. the temple of your eye is? Yeah. Go in just a little bit where that bone is. Yeah, you got it. And that's the eye, or that's the side of the eye point. Good job. And then the next spot is you're tapping underneath your eye. Okay. Right underneath your eye. Sounds silly, but keep going. And then the last spot is right at your chest. So anywhere at your chest, right under your collarbone, or sometimes I'll tap a happy face or a smiley, a smile across my chest. (laughs) Okay. You got all the points. Yeah. Okay, so start tapping at your eyebrow point again. So you're tapping with, yep, right between your eyes. And go back if you can. Remember the loneliness, wanting, desperation? Yes. Maybe it feels different. Maybe it's the same. You have no idea, but repeat after me. I release and let go of some of this loneliness. I release and let go of some of this loneliness. Whatever it represents. Whatever it represents. I'm letting go of the past, present, and future loneliness. I'm letting go of the past, present, and future loneliness. I'm okay now. I'm okay now. Good. Tapping at the side of your eye, right next to that little bone next to your eye. Repeat after me. I'm letting go of all this wanting. I'm letting go of all of this wanting. All the desperation. All of the desperation. All the wanting of affection. All of the wanting of affection. I'm releasing it and letting it go. I'm releasing and letting it go. It's safe for me to be neutral. It's safe for me to be neutral. Underneath your eye. I'm letting go of all the sadnesses. I'm letting go of all of the sadnesses. Fusions. Fusions. What have, should have, could have. What have, should have, could have. I'm letting them all go now. I'm letting them all go now. At your chest, tapping at your chest. I'm okay now. I'm okay now. It's safe for me to let the loneliness go. It's safe for me to let the loneliness go. I wonder what would happen. I wonder what would happen. If I just let it all go right now. If I just let it all go right now. Good. Next thing I want you to do is grab your wrist, give it a little teeny squeeze and take a deep breath into your belly. Blow it away. And say peace. Peace. Good. And if your eyes were closed, open them up, look around a little bit. It sounds strange. And then go back to that feeling. Is it, does it feel the same, different, or you have no idea? I guess... I mean, I feel fine, but I know other people out there might need to do it a few rounds, like listen back on it and keep doing it, depending on how you feel. But it is true, like after you do it a few times and really let yourself go there, you might get emotional. Like if I let myself go there, I'll usually cry and whatever, but it can really help. I agree. I mean, it changes it changes your feeling of loneliness, wanting, and desperation. It literally changes the emotions that drive that. You're yeah. shaking that. And literally, I think, or energetically, you are different. When you go out into the world and start connecting with people, if you continue this process of clearing the emotions that aren't serving you, your experience in life actually will be different. You will attract different people into your life. And it's probably because of like the vibrations you're giving out, kind of like the energy you're giving off will attract different kinds of people. That's exactly it. Okay. I like that. I've been trying to kind of do that. Like 
I, I feel like I'm usually so negative and like blah, blah about myself. And lately I've tried to like be more confident and like more positive and friendly. And I feel like I literally like I'm happier with myself when I'm that way. And I feel like other people are nicer to me when I'm that way too. It's true. Now, are the people really nicer or are we just coming in with a different vibration that gets to see them differently? I don't know yeah. what's happening, but either way, your experience in life is way better. Yeah, it really is. So like with what you just said, you know how you said, like people will say to me, Michelle, I'm trying to have a more positive attitude. It's not working. Like they can't maintain it. Yeah. It might work for a day or two and then they fall back into their old patterns. So yeah whatever, eating chips, watching whatever, and feeling blah. So that's why I think the energy clearing is important. It's almost like it clears the blahs or the negativity. Whereas if we were just going to start to positive think, it's almost like laying something positive on a bunch of weeds. It's almost like trying to plant a seed in a weeded garden. Yeah. Whereas if we clear the energy first, we're weeding the garden and then planting the seeds that can grow and thrive. I like that. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense to me. So I have found people's lives get way better with energy clearing before planting the positive seeds. Yeah. So for example, with your people, if we're doing authentic love. Yeah. I mean, we, won't, we don't have to go into this because it's complicated. The best thing to do is just learn how to be aware and clear. Mm-hmm. So that's really weeding the garden, right? Yeah. So then after that, if somebody wanted to take a next step, they would allow, once their mind is a little clearer and neutral, yeah. the seeds, like what does authentic love look like to them? And you can do, he or she looks like this. These are the feelings I have around them. Like start to play it out in your mind because we have a part of our subconscious mind that if you, whatever you record, it will show up in your physical reality. So start training your mind to okay. see it's like vision boards kind of exactly it so you're saying get once you figure out your own stuff and like get good about yourself on the inside then you can start planning out okay what does my like dream guy look like or what is this ideal person for me and you could like literally like make like a vision board about it and like get very clear on the specific things that you want exactly And, and I'll, yes, everything you just said is perfect. And then also like, I'm like, I'm going to cry again because I don't know why I can feel things, but you know, all those experiences we've all had that do come with some emotions that aren't serving us anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, the relationships that didn't work out, the one that got away, the one, whatever, all those, we all get, have those. When you start to clear the emotions of those, you'll start to see the gifts of those relationships. And the biggest gift that those relationships bring to you is to show you what you do want. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. I feel like that. Like I look at past relationships and I try to like think of those, like the good aspects of all of those guys that didn't work out. But like there were some, like one guy was like really outgoing or one was funny. And like there were things that, I want, I knew that I wanted in my next boyfriend because I really appreciated that in them. But then the same goes both ways where you're like, Oh my God, I never want to date someone who, I don't know, has this profession because I know that it bothers me. You know what I mean? Yes, you got it. So if, 
I think I got what you just said. So like, let's say somebody had a past relationship, like you just said, like, oh, I'd never want that again. Yeah. You stick with the energy of, I never want that again. Oh, I'm going to stay away from that. I'm telling you, you will attract it. Oh. When you clear the energy of that and see the gift in it, like the gift would be, well, I see, I don't want that. That means I want this. And then if you focus then on clearing the, the trauma of what you didn't want and focus on the gift of that person brought to you the clarity of what you do want now. Yeah. And you focus on what you do want, you will attract that into your life. I like that. So kind of taking the positive spin on it to attract more positivity, like a good person. Yes. And that's, that's the, the easiest way to do that is to clear the emotional baggage or trauma from that relationship that didn't work out first. And then the gifts appear. Okay. And then, so what would you recommend? Like, what about for people out there who really don't know what they want? Like maybe they've never really had a guy, like a good guy before that they could be like pulling positive aspects of to, you know what I mean? Yes. So ask me that question again. What if people don't really know what they want? Yeah. What if you don't know what you want or you have a hard time coming up with like a vision of your ideal person? Yeah. I think this might be silly and I do this myself, not just for love, but for other parts of my life. Sometimes, you know, we don't know what we want. I go out and look for it. Like I, I literally will go around going, I don't even know what I want in this part of my life yet. Who I start looking online. I'll look at Pinterest. I'll look like if I'm at the store, like if it was all authentic love and I'm at the mall, I'm yeah. going to start looking at couples and like seeing what inside of me like is attracted to. Look at that cute couple. Look at him holding her hand. Look at him, whatever. I just start to notice things that, um, that I think are, that are so sweet or that I'm attracted to and making notes. Cool. So you could literally keep notes like in your phone when you notice something that you want for yourself. Yes. Cool. And I fast. And another way is to like get with a friend who who does have a relationship that you value, and go. What is it about your relationship that you love? Like literally, model someone who's doing it um, really well in your eyes. Yeah. And you could sit with a girlfriend or boyfriend, whoever it is, and just say, I love this about her. I love that. And then you'll start to see, hey, you know what? That might be important to me too. And you just start writing your list. I like that. Okay. So then for anyone who's listening still at this point, what do you have any like good success stories of people who have tried your method and it worked for them? And you don't have, obviously it's like client confidentiality, but if you don't have to say names, but do you have anyone? Yes, I have a lot, but like, you're right. I have to be really careful. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't say it then. I won't. Okay. I, um, I, let's just say I've worked with enough people to believe in um, clearing the blocks, the energy and the emotions and planting the good seeds is a method that really works. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's good. Awesome. I think that was good. I don't know how long we've been talking. Uh, I don't either. 20, 30 minutes, maybe. Okay. I think that was pretty good. Yeah. Do you think there's anything else people, I guess my audience is kind of like my age. Right. So is there anything else 
that you think girls or boys my age would want to know about attracting authentic love, especially if you're in like your early 20s and you're still maybe figuring yourself out? Like, I feel like that a lot, you know, like I still don't know who I am half the time. So sometimes I'm like, it's hard to know exactly what I want if I'm not clear on who I am. I don't know. That got deep. Yeah, it did. And uh, it's a great question. And good news, bad news. It doesn't change no matter what age you are. Like in your mind, you probably think, oh, when I'm a quote unquote adult, I'll have it all figured out. Yeah, that, that is a lie. <laughs> I keep telling myself, I'm like, oh, by 25 or 30, like, I feel like I'll be really clear on who I am, what my career is, what I want in my life. You know what I mean? I know. I don't know if that way of thinking is productive. It might be a, um, it might be a silly thing to think. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, I think, I, I don't know. I'm just going to throw this out there. If you got, you choose if it works better, the better way might be, you know, we are dynamic. We are human beings. We're constantly evolving. We're constantly having new experiences every single moment of the day. We are being shaped and morphed consciously and unconsciously. We are dynamic. Yeah. So, and we have a lot of um, control over that through, depending on our level of awareness. <laughs> and, um, and so that's the truth. And then once you start, And then all you have to do is come back to this moment and go, and what do I want right now for myself? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I guess to, if we're wrapping this up and it got, if anyone got confused because we had so many cool things we talked about, the best thing is like to start being aware of your emotions. So if you find yourself in loneliness I'll just, I'll just maybe rattle off all the emotions that I think don't serve people Yeah, and that slow their life down are sadness, guilt, loneliness, desperation, would have, should have, could have, in other words, regrets, (laughs) Um, judgments. Um, Anytime we all just being humans, we have to deal with abandonments like someone not calling us, someone leaving us. I think it happens in authentic love a lot of times. I help people heal abandonments. In other words, if somebody, quote unquote, dumped you, yeah, that's a form of abandonment. And um, at a lower uh, level, as human beings, that is a trauma that sometimes has to be dealt with. So keep clearing abandonments. I'm trying to think if there's any more betrayals is a big one for authentic love. Mm-hmm. Do you have any past betrayals? In other words, someone cheated on you or you cheated on someone or your dad cheated on your mom or your mom cheated on your dad. And then all of a sudden you find yourself at your age being cheated on. That's probably a pattern. Yeah. So that just, um, that needs betrayal needs to be healed also. So just, there's so many pieces that once you heal them, love just smoothly comes in. Yeah. So I guess keeping it simple is clear anything that doesn't serve you. Like we just, and that it's like that takes away energy that was running in you. That is um, holding attracted, attract authentic love away from you. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's almost like holding a balloon or uh, like a beach ball under the water. Yeah. And it would just be so much easier to take your hands off it and let it float to the top. 
Yeah. That's kind of like energy clearing. Like yeah. we're holding a thousand balls, uh, beach balls under the water and trying to live our lives. Yeah. That's a good, yeah. Yeah. And we don't even know it. So energy clearing is like letting the beach balls come to the surface. It's so much easier and so much more fun to be in the water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. Well, I hope that someone out there maybe got something out of this because I know that I have a lot of girls my age who listen to this and guys too, maybe. And everyone's just looking for love. Absolutely. It's a human need. And everyone is 100% worthy and deserving of the best love. Every single person. Oh, I think that maybe not everyone knows that, but that is true. Yeah. And I'm saying it to remind them of that truth. Oh, you deserve love out there. Yeah. And you just have to say it to yourself. Like, we're going to ramble and ramble. I could go on forever, but like, I know. And so I'll just let it go. Just everyone, a hundred percent worthy, a hundred percent deserving of full love in their life. Every single human is. Oh, thanks mom. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Thanks everyone for listening. Sorry. I've had sirens in my, in the back of my apartment. So I don't know if anyone can hear them, but thanks everyone for listening to this episode of Saturday night live. I feel like my last episode was really deep about anxiety and stuff. And then this episode was really deep. But I hope someone's getting something out of it. I don't know. We'll see. I'll see if we get any feedback about it. Let, let me know if anyone tries this and if it works for you. Um, and thank you, Mom, for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Okay, bye, guys. See you next week.